0: Well hello there, this is Kathleen Arthurs from Studio 20NZ. On this show I will be collaborating and connecting with other inspirational entrepreneurs who are working creatively or in health in New Zealand. We are sharing our best knowledge with you, the listener, to help you love and be your best self you can be. You can find the show on anchor.fm, Google Podcast. Breaker, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocketcast, Radio Public. Today I am very privileged to have Carol Nielsen on the show, who you can find at www.carolnielsen.com. I have known Carol for a good 15 years now, our paths have crossed many times since then to share moments together.
1: I'm good Kathleen thank you so much for inviting me to come and speak on your podcast and you say it's a privilege but actually this feels like a privilege
2: awesome okay Carol so one of the first questions I ask people that come on the show is what inspires you to get up in the morning
1: Well, generally the inspiration doesn't always come from something that's you know very uh elevated or anything like that it comes down to two standard poodles who need to get out of their crate and go and pee so you know if i was to say there was motivation that would be it <laughs> and, then I, and then i grab a coffee and then i come back to bed and uh generally i uh you know other than the poodles. I guess my uh, thing about getting out of bed in the morning or what motivates me is the question that I sit with every morning, and it's how might I be of service and with the particular gifts that I have, and I sit with a meditation or an intention. And generally, you know, and it's not all roses, I tend to find that sitting with passion and excitement about the notion of what's waiting to emerge when I put myself into that place and whatever emerges is for the greater good, you know, in some way or some shape, you know, it sounds a little arrogant, but when I put myself in service, I am constantly surprised, which leads to the passion and excitement.
2: Oh, I love that. Thank you. Thank you. So today we're going to talk about, I'm going to introduce you to everyone, so I'll get you to tell our listeners about what you do a little bit of a story about yourself and how that led you to what you do now um and then we're going to get you to tell listeners how to find you on the internet and then we're going to talk about something that's very close to your heart today and and ongoing is journaling And then after that, we're going to do a very unique breathing exercise that you will lead us through for about five minutes at the end of our show. So Carol, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what is your story that got you here to now?
1: (laughs) I always feel confronted by that question because there have been so many threads that led me to this one place in this moment right now in the conversation that you and I are having. And when I was a small child, there were two things I always ever wanted to do. One was write and the other was nurse, be a nurse. And I went and did the nursing thing because my parents told me that I would never earn an income being a writer. And um, so that was the thing I did. And if I was to distill it down even more to this particular moment, there are two things that I'm particularly passionate about and that is writing and human beings, communication. Um, And over time, the notion of healing is something that I've actually, you know, has sat more comfortably with me because I take a different approach in it, and all the training that I did that was over a period of a long time, whether it was in um, counselling, working individually with people, um, the years I spent in a shamanic mystery school, energy work, and then laterally giving myself the time to actually write. And this is. of those threads have brought me to this moment so how i would describe it and so other people have described me this as with me as this as well is that there's this element of a spiritual midwife that holds space and heals um and weaves in the element of the body and yin yoga was um came out of my yoga training, because I knew that I had all other areas of my, you know, training covered in the ways in which I could heal people or offer healing. However, body movements, you know, in terms of how to approach a body was the one thing that I didn't really have. And so I went into yoga teacher training. And out of that came a passion for yin. I see bodies as a doorway, and the breath as the way across the doorway, breath takes us across the threshold of our bodies, minds, souls, into the interior, and so now I start to work with that, yeah, Um, I'm not sure how else to answer it, you know, it's, I feel quite settled in the seat of wisdom and all of that now, that everything has been gathered, it's all in the kitē, and how I bring it back out into the world, is back to the service in the morning. How might I serve
0: mm-hmm.
1: with what I have? You know, what's waiting to emerge? Um, where am I directed? And um, how might that look without being too attached to, you know, me imposing on others, as opposed to oh, this is this feels like this is that moment for this particular iteration of a, you know, an offering.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh that's beautiful, Carol. Thank you. Can I ask a little bit about your um, Yin yoga training? Mm. Mm. Please
1: Absolutely. Can you tell
2: us about that a little bit more.
1: With uh, I trained in hot yoga, and I had a yoga practice prior to that, and it was a very simple one. and I went to do yoga tra- teacher training because I wanted it for myself. I had no intention of becoming a yoga teacher at all. Um, it was mainly to just understand body, yoga, and all of that relationship. And along the way, I found it to be quite confronting, and, and that word again, for me, because it brought up all the notions of how I was shit at a lot of stuff. <laughs> like really seriously, you know, learning a practice to become a teacher alongside people who had been doing it for, you know, a Their entire lives some for some you know but out of that came an understanding that i liked to meet people like to meet my own body where it is just where it is and not have to shape it or form it into something that felt alien but actually allow the body to accept an invitation to be able to just go oh okay let's go this way so yin was uh, i had to do a little bit more training around yin outside of my yoga teacher training mm. and I, I just think yeah just wondering you know if i weave these five simple truths and you know that emerged at the at the time or just after training and they're not my words but i've kind of adapted them um, because out of that came a desire to teach Yin that wasn't so prescriptive um, and so when I got back to the Hawks Bay, which was where I was based at the time, I thought I would just offer one class, yeah, and just just see what happens. And from there, um, within a week or two weeks, a well-established, well-revered yoga teacher um, who I was sharing space with me came to me and said. I'm going on a sabbatical, a Buddhist retreat for six months. And would you look after my students? Um, So I said, yes, and I was pretty nervous um, and. Going from teaching one class to several classes a week and teaching a style of yoga that no one in the Hawke's Bay knew about, literally no one knew and um, People dropped out because it wasn't their beloved teacher, which I completely understood. But from there, I, I, I thought, I can do this. I actually could, I can, I can do this. And so I went to the owners of the building and said, um, there's a little room over there. Is that available, you know, to rent? And there were people in there and they said, no, there's a three year contract. It's not going to change. Um, no, it's not available. A week later, they came back to me and said, actually, something really strange has happened. They've handed in and decided to move. So that space is open now. Do you want it? And I went, OK, something bigger than me is at play here. So essentially, that's how Yen Yoga Napier started up. And um, I moved into the little room and just started teaching from there. And the classes, there were days when there was one or two people showing up. And I always thought in my learning from, you know, how I ended up having a studio was if I keep showing up, people will find it. People will come, just keep showing up, just keep showing up. So we went from two people, we went to four, and it just kept growing and growing. And then we moved the studio because it wasn't big enough and we went down the road. And that essentially is how I ended up being a studio owner. Mm -hmm. And, And the bigger picture was, You know, what is the greatest good I can do? What is the greatest good I can do in this community to hold space for people who want to just um, have a calm body and calm mind. And that's essentially what this has been about. And I was one of the one of two yin yoga based studios in New Zealand. And um, that was a bit daunting, especially since I needed to do a little bit more training around yin. However, I had a big swag of background of other work that these days yoga teachers are going for because what's showing up in the, in the room in yoga these days is a lot of stuff, anxiety and stress and things like that. So, yeah. Oh, so that, that's the end story.
2: Thank you for sharing that with us. That's a big, that's a big thing that you took on um, back in your i remember when that studio first opened up it was it was a big thing when all that changed yeah, yeah. yeah. And,
1: how, and and i the other you know there was a lot of learning in that for me and the responsibility of holding a community mm-hmm. you know and, and watching the community grow and tending to and being devoted to mm. and for me it was a 24 7 practice it absolutely. really didn't it, it didn't stop yeah
2: absolutely now talking about 24 7 can you please tell our listeners how to find you on the internet how do they find you journaling i know that you are fully indulging in journaling at the moment and you're running a something coming up and i have been having a look on your website uh the wild woman writing can you tell
1: us about that please I've been I've been keeping diaries and journals since I was probably 15 or 16 you know that kind of thing that you hide under the mattress that your mother doesn't want on, you don't want your mother to read but you know, you, you, know. <laughs> but isn't it, you know as times gone by it's become sophisticated I actually still have one of those uh, journals and it pains me to read it it's just that teenage angst and and yet I can see some of the stuff that I was working through what I found for myself in journaling and latterly now is it's, it's a a brilliant tool for wellness. And so we, you know, there's a lot of body stuff. There's a lot of, you know, a whole lot of, you know, food stuff and that whole thing around wellness. But what doesn't always get looked at is the notion of actually writing yourself home. And so when the, pen kisses paper, we start to give ourselves permission to leave everything behind. And we get to meet ourselves in the space of our own choosing. And it becomes a ritual, it becomes an intention, it becomes a practice. And for me, I can start to see the ideas, the themes, the things that have been kind of sitting below the surface of some of my reactions or some of my triggers, or it's also a way that I can find a way to literally write myself home. So I'm a great believer in truth speaking, in the best way that I can. I'm not always perfect at it, but if I'm on the page, I can actually be really compassionate and really kind with myself about, I might've said something that I regret, or I might be wanting clarity so it allows the insight into you know, the themes and the ideas and the thought patterns in my mind, but it also relieves stress and tension. And you don't have to be you know, a writer in inverted, in, inverted, inverted commas. You need to have a pen and a paper and a willingness to write. So wild woman writing is about I'm gonna read something from my website because I think it really kind of pulls it together. Wild woman writing, journaling, is a call to women to reclaim their voice in the written word, no matter a woman's culture, language or experience. There are two words she instinctively responds to, wild and woman. And there's a stirring of ancient lineages, an intuitive hearkening to the wild feminine. A call so old, it takes courage to answer it and act on its message. But when we begin weaving women's history and words, we reform the narrative of a woman's existence. So if you feel, you know, like if there's a notion that your voice is not heard, then tell the truth to yourself on the page. Nobody else has to see it. And so we, you know, we start to dust away the cobwebs of the stories we've been told about ourselves. And, you know, I've written, you know, as you begin to taste words on your lips, you feel the shape of them in your mouth, and you hear the rhythm match your heartbeat. And you know, you start to come home a little closer and a little closer. So journal, the Wild Woman Writing Journal is our long guided writing class, I guess, for want of a better word and it goes for five weeks, we explore a different topic, and we explore our voices and our stories, and we use meditation and creative writing processes as well as journal prompts. You know, and in, in any one particular session, you're, you know, you will have some cues that might go, wow, you know, that's taken me into a place I didn't really know. So we start to get beneath, you know, and have, whatever's waiting to emerge, arrive in a well-held, safe space. So once a week we meet via Zoom, we'll start with that meditation and you'll explore and find the language that's been waiting to emerge, you know. So I'm passionate about, you know, writing and journaling, you know, to find the voice, to create intentional writing, to create a ritual that actually brings your home to sit with gratitude, to relieve the stress or tension, to be able to find another channel through which you can live your life in a different way.
2: Mm. It's so relevant.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it so is. Relevant. But for your listeners, um, I have a code because I'd love to gift spaces and um, you know see women show up. I'm so not... the so the code for your listeners is dub dub dub. So it's WWWTE, that's the code, discount code you would use. And that discounts $15 for the listeners of your program.
0: Oh,
2: Thank you so much. That's that's really generous of you to share that discount with the listeners. And I'm sure that some of them will take this offer up. Because that's coming up soon. The
0: date... the wild woman workshop is on the 22nd of august 2021 and you will find that on the com website go onto the website and scroll down to the august events and you'll find the wild woman workshop there and you can sign up
2: what else do you do with your week carol
0: um i have a weekly class i teach i write
1: um, and I work with clients to develop uh, calm body, calm mind antidotes so I can create specific meditations. I can cre- create specific breath work or movement work for bodies to relieve stress and anxiety. So that's another element of the work that I do. So essentially create
2: bespoke. Yeah. Yeah. And I see that you also have a two-hour masterclass in yin yoga.
1: Yeah, it's it's called deepening, and it's a yin and meditation, but it's a it's a really deep practice. It's, I mean, everything has an undercurrent of healing, and. Um, It allows when you come into the practices like this especially around the longer held ones or yin particularly the style that i teach it the aim is to have a calm body and a calm mind and to unfold the stories that are trapped in the body through trauma through injury through whatever and so deepening is a meditative body releasing we joke because people leave as we describe it yoga stoned so we're activating all uh, really literally a cocktail of calm in the body to soothe and calm the entire body
2: down. Yeah. I think that we could easily talk about that whole deepening (laughs) and soothing and calming in another podcast show Mm. altogether. Um, That's really relevant in um, a lot of what I know I'm, Deal with on a daily basis, and yeah. a lot of people I know, you know, are trying to deal with stress and mm. trying, you know, getting up and moving and yeah. trying to find those places in ourselves where we can manage on a daily mm. basis. Yeah, so mm. that's that's really important for that to be shared. Yeah. I think if there was one thing to be said, and I've been
1: sitting with this for probably the best part of a year of how to describe what I do. Yeah, and. Um, where I've come to is that they're beautiful body mind soul practices to ground, soothe, embody, heal, and reset the vessel, um, our bodies. Yeah. So ground, soothe, soothe, embody,
2: embody
1: heal, and reset the vessel. Oh, um, that's beautiful. Yeah. Because I, I want to convey the notion of us, you know, getting. Um, closer to who we are and less you know to what people's expectations of us are you know yeah
2: yeah absolutely absolutely thank you so much for coming on the show today carol
1: you're welcome thank you
2: yeah so could you please tell us once more how to find you on the net what is your website called
1: dub 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 dot Carol Nielsen and that's, so that's N- C-
0: n-e-i-l
1: n-e-i-l-s-o-n yes com. and it's a Carol without an e
2: okay thank you so much
1: can I just read these five simple truths
2: yes please yeah but and then so- you can
1: find somewhere to add them in
2: oh we're going to add them now okay okay do that so t- <laughs> we've got what we just talked about we talked about five words you told us ground soothe and body heal and reset the vessel so you've also got five simple truths to share with us as well so can you tell us what they are please yeah
1: so basically five simple truths to reclaim you yeah number one you already have everything you need Number two, your intuition and knowing are trustworthy guidance. Number three, living or finding the edges of your discomfort is a doorway to letting go of stories, habits, beliefs, patterns, and the past. Number four, moving your body deepens your connection to your intuition, nourishes your heart and soul, It's an act of physical devotion and gratitude for what you have and what you desire. Number five, you deserve to feel at home in your body, loving what is, knowing you are enough right now. When you reclaim your body, it melts away everything. It's about working in, not working out. You come home, stay there intentionally, consciously, Even when it's all rock and roll. So those five simple truths were inspired by something that I read. So I can't claim that they're completely mine, but their adaptation is.
2: Ah. They're beautiful. Beautiful words. Mm. Beautiful words. Thank you. Now there's what we're gonna do now is you're going to share a little breathing. Uh, meditation with us shortly but before we do that and I ask us of all of the people I have on the show as I give you the opportunity to have a little shout out to someone local so about some food or a product Mm -hmm. in your area where you live do you have something that's favorite to you
1: I don't know that they're local but there's a big jar of uh stuff that i love eating called snacking cereal and my favorite is salted caramel and it's oven roasted coconut and slivered almonds that i put on to i'm going to give a shout out to raglan coconut oh. yogurt who that i totally love so that's my treat that's my kind of afternoon treat
2: oh, beautiful they sound delicious
1: it is <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh. Okay, so thank you for coming on the show today, Carol. We're going to finish off today with a little uh, breathing meditation that Carol's going to share with us. There you go.
1: Okay. So this is called Breathing Yourself Home. And the beautiful thing about this particular practice is that you can do it in public because we breathe all the time. But when we start to consider intentional breathing, it's a little different. You don't need any extra accessories. You don't need special training. You're breathing. You're doing it anyway, anyway. But when we do it in this particular way, it will bring you a little closer to ease and grace. And it's inspired by the Vietnamese monk Thich Nhat Hanh. So choose a place, whether it's in your room, the bedroom, you might be sitting in your car, you might even be just walking down the road. If you're at home, find a place where you are undisturbed. Shut the door and let everybody know that for the next few minutes you are spending time with you. and then let your body be the poetry your breath has been waiting for. So take one breath to let go. Inhale. Let go of the list-making, the noises, priorities, fears. Letting the breath go. one breath to be here. Be here in the moment and notice what is. Where are you right now in time and space? What do you see, hear, taste, touch, smell? How am I here in the world? Remembering to exhale out and then one breath to ask, now what? What is waiting to emerge? What do I want this period of my life to mean? If I say nothing and just for a moment listen, what would you ask for? Now what? Breathe. Let the words echo inside of you. Maybe it becomes your intention. I am. And let the words that follow be the most potent and powerful words. What are you calling? Allow your mind to be receptive. Stay breathing. One breath to ask now what what is waiting to emerge allow yourself to practice i who asks to see if that which answers has a message in this moment. Take a breath in through the nose. Allow a long sighing breath. (sighs) And stay in the stillness for as long as you choose. welcome.
2: Hey listeners, you can find Carol on Carol Nielsen, Com. This show, you can find it on Studio, we call Studio 20 NZ, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, Breaker, go on and have a listen this is our second podcast show so thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of your day thank you